0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Look, this is a team that redefined themselves from one year to the next, right? We saw them flip-flop. They were an offensive team that won the Super Bowl two years ago. They were a defensive team that won it this year. I I also recognize that they did it without Tyreek Hill. They've got to put weapons around Mahomes. They can't fall into this trap where they believe that they can just win Super Bowls year after year without weapons. They need to do it. They got through this year. Brett Veach is smart enough, though, to recognize the free agents weren't available last year. But I still think that this team should pursue offensive weapons.
0: That is Jeff Darlington on ESPN talking about the way forward for the Chiefs. You know... I wonder, I wanna I wanna get into Tua and he can certainly uh we can sort of dovetail into that from this. But listening to him talking there, um yeah, you know, nothing to poke holes in as far as how the Chiefs did what they did. You know, they tried to Tyreek Hill and thought they were having sort of like a reset year, won the Super Bowl anyway, and won it again this year. I, I wonder how much Nate, if at all uh, you've ever subscribed to, because I, I know how it has sounded in here almost since Josh Allen got to the level he's at, and it's largely been, stop trying to find ways to stop Patrick Mahomes. The way to stop Patrick Mahomes is to outscore Patrick Mahomes. Go get me enough stuff so that Josh Allen, you know, kind, kind of like the divisional round game in 21, they, they they outscored Mahomes until like 13 seconds and they blew it. But like yeah. that, that's the script, right? Like, you're not going to shut him down, so stop trying, and instead make sure you address the other side of the ball. I wonder if, like, league-wide I think this has kind of happened, and even specifically between the Bills and the Chiefs, how smart an approach that is. I mean, I I still want to outscore them, obviously, but, like, can I just build my team – with as good as they were on defense, like, I wonder if the entire league is just sort of that the explosion of the passing games and Mahomes' arrival and Allen's ascendance into like that top tier of quarterbacks, if what we thought was going to be, well, we're just going to score 38 points a game and beat your ass, if that's already over in the league and and the Chiefs are maybe exhibit A for that. Because like, I, I feel like it's harder than I thought it was going to be to just outscore everybody because defenses have figured out how to neutralize some of those explosive plays in the passing game with the style of defense they're playing and so maybe we're back to needing a more well-rounded approach i don't know what do you think
1: i think that we probably have to stop comparing the regular season to the playoffs and I think that largely the bills have been built to be a very good regular season team. And I think there are a lot of examples of teams that are very good regular season teams. And then they get to the playoffs and you have to find a formula that wins in January and Kansas City's found their formula. It changes. I think it was Daniel Jeremiah right there is talking about, you know, Darlington. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They look this, they are the same guy. Um, their their formula has changed a bit, um, but at the end of the day, it's still it's Mahomes with the ball at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what led them to that if, point. If
0: the score is twenty to seventeen or thirty four to thirty, it it's doesn't really matter.
1: Mahomes with the ball right. with a minute left and or in overtime, he if he's got the ball last, they are going to win. Um, so. I wonder how teams look at this because I think that if your thought process is, man, they're really good on defense now, and they're really young on defense. Outside of Chris Jones, McDuffie's fantastic, Sneed fantastic. Um, you know, Mike Edwards is good on the back end there. They've got good pieces. Their linebackers are fast and good. Yeah, yeah. So, is your solution if your teams in the AFC right now to say, well, we need to get better on offense, we match up better on them defensively, like where they can't just shut guys down. Hmm. Um, because I think the Bills showed that the formula was that you run the ball on them. And they were very susceptible in that game. And then they got away from it in the second half a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it kept that game closer than it felt like it was going in the first half. It felt like the Bills had a really strong formula to beating the Kansas City yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, they were.
0: Do you, do you remember Tony Romo at halftime? Yes. Like, what what are you most worried about? Or, like, you know, which side are you worried? Like the Chiefs, they can't stop the run can't right now, run. and I'm
1: really worried about it. And and then the Bills sort of forgot how to do it. They Yeah, and, you know, I think partially, too, it just goes to show you how good they are coaching. And that's the area that I think people probably don't talk about enough. It's the Holmes, it's Chris Jones, it's Kelsey, all these fantastic pieces. We talk about, you know, how many Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers, all pros they have on their team. There's a lot. There's a more than one handful. But I think what's underrated about the Chiefs is their ability within games to shift on a dime. And they're saying, well, what we're doing is not working. We're not going to keep doing it. We're going to dramatically change. And they seem like... They've always got answers, and they've got the best defensive coordinator in football that's not a head coach, and they've got the best offensive play caller and head coach in the league, and together they are able to change things in the course of a game that a lot of teams simply, and the Bills are, I think most pointedly, a team that has not been able to, in the second half of these games, either remake or double down on what Mm -hmm. they've done and be successful for 60 minutes. And that's kind of a part of this conversation, but I'm not sure that the To me, the answer is, well, go get, have, you know, three, a trio of unbelievable receivers because then they can't cover everybody. Um, Because I do think when you get to the playoffs, teams tend to lose themselves against the Chiefs. They tend to, look at the the Ravens. I mean, 16 rushing attempts was their lowest rushing attempt output all season. They had eight in that game, in the AFC Championship game. I, I, you know, had a guy at the bar the other night uh, who was convinced that there was a NFL conspiracy uh, that you know that the Ravens intentionally didn't run the football because they Taylor Swift needed to be, um, you know, featured in the Super Bowl. I digress. Um, I I just want I don't believe that. Um, but I, why not? Great, great <laughs> sorry, question. Sorry, uh, let's let's get into that. Um, I I do think that there is something to be said about teams losing themselves uh. in these in these matchups against the Chiefs. Yeah. They they lose themselves, and I don't know why that is. It's is it over coaching? Is it under coaching? Is it start with coaching, and then everything else kind of mm. doesn't matter? I mean, because the quarterbacks are good enough to beat Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson's good enough. Justin Herbert might be good enough. We know Joe Burrow's good enough. I think that Josh Allen's good enough. He has been three times in the regular season. So all these quarterbacks, the quarterbacks I just named, maybe we'll leave Herbert out of the conversation. All three of those quarterbacks are good enough to beat Mahomes in the playoffs. Only one has. And again, I just don't know, is it is it fundamental? Are they... Is it game plan driven? The, I don't think the quarterbacks have shrunk. Uh, Lamar shrunk. Allen has not shrunk in any yeah. of these moments against uh, against Mahomes, and he just gets the ball last. That's, you know, frankly, yeah. the situation is he gets the ball last.
0: It's hard to beat him when he gets that, even even with just 13 seconds yeah. left. I mean, I'm sorry. It's so, so quick aside, did it strike you as a, a, at all odd? I, I know, like, you know, the MVP is a regular season award, um, but – like the, it feels to me a little bit like we, or, or maybe even nationally, when you hear people criticize the bills reasonably, right? Not, not like, you know, Allen's a disaster, uh, criticism, hot takery, you know, please watch my show takes, but like, you know, they ask him to do too much. He needs more support, like better running game, like reasonable football takes. You hear the bills need to lighten the load on Josh Allen, yeah, right? Like yeah. you, you hear that. The Ravens are getting shredded for asking Lamar Jackson to do too much. I think that's really kind of funny. Like I, I, I'm a, I, and this is not meant to just like absolutely assail Lamar Jackson. Like he he, I'm not I don't have a problem with him winning the MVP, but I just think those narratives are are kind of funny. Like hey, why did you throw it so much with your MVP quarterback? The MVP of the league. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I, I get it. I think they made a mistake. But it's kind of weird to me that they've got the MVP and people were mad that they asked him to throw it too much. I don't know. It seems odd. It, again, it's a surface level uh, observation. I'm not delving too far in there because I, I do think Baltimore could have
1: run, run the ball and won the game uh, if they had played the game
0: differently. But it did uh, feel
1: like the Bills gave them a little bit of something. Like It felt like the Bills gave them... Here's the blueprint on how we yeah. just we didn't close the deal. Right. But like you could do the same thing. And frankly, you are better at running the football than we are. You have a better run Way first better. offensive line. You yep. are one of the best yep. You've been one of the best run teams in the last five years in the league, most consistent. You guys you guys do it with volume. Um and they just yeah, I mean, there's just a The thing is, is the Bills scored four touchdowns in that game against the Chiefs. The rest of the their and their other two mat three matchups they scored three touchdowns against this chief's defense um so I don't know if the answer is as simple as just go score more points I think that 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 idea has almost become oversimplified, yeah. That that's what I'm yeah that's kind of what right? I'm getting at like yeah. it just it feels like okay sure none of that means How? that I
0: don't want the Bills to invest in wide receiver in the draft I think they they have a clear need and I especially if Diggs is still going to be on the team which I think he very obviously is going to be on this team. I need to do more to try to make all that work and get my money's worth even out of digs uh, as we're going here with a like, hopefully someone who's explosive enough to draw interest and coverage away and just make me more well-rounded. I just don't think the reason Davis popped at times is because teams just don't really bother paying much attention to Gabriel Davis. So yeah. can you win occasionally when you're largely getting single coverage? Sure. Like, good, but are you enough of a technician to get open consistently and be a threat? And does your quarterback trust you to catch the ball regularly if you target him more often? Like, I'm going to say no to all that with, with Davis. And so I need someone else there. So, yeah, I'm not, like, running away from load up on offense or get get more skills here and make the offense more explosive. But I do feel like the da- the days of just saying – Get me offensive players. And the only way to beat him, him is outscore him. Yeah. Is may- maybe that's over, and, and it probably always was an oversimplification. But now that they're more well-rounded, like you, you know, it's natural. I think to look at the champs and go, oh, "Wait, they're, they're good on defense now? Do I? Is that a thing? Do I? I got I to gotta do that now."
1: <laughs> I also think that you just. Somebody said this. Maybe it was Matt Harmon uh, who who tweeted this. Eric Eager, one of the two, I, two of my favorite followers on Twitter. Um, basically, along the lines of said, I just don't ever want to have a conversation about the Chiefs in the regular season again because everybody talked about them. You know, they're not the same. And, they're yeah, compromised, and, right? And then all of a sudden, they turned back right. into themselves in the playoffs because again, it's just when they're there, they're home in in the playoffs, and they 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 know who they are. And they're so comfortable with it that they are guaranteeing that you aren't on the same level of them in mm-hmm. terms of comfort and being yourself and doing what's gotten you there. They just do it, and they 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 know their formula, and their formula will remain to be teams make dumb mistakes. Like, and whether or not you know Kyle Shanahan taking the ball, whatever the idea behind all that, like I don't, I don't know, like. But it was almost like, whatever the outcome of that game was going to be that the chiefs were going to look right because they have earned the benefit of the doubt of always being right. Cause they always win. Right.
0: It is. I think we've talked to Ross Tucker uh, about this and he, he he's observed how with new England, like he knew like the teams he was on. And even when he was in new England could set, you could sense that your opponent just doesn't think they can do it. Like you, you've got an advantage built up. From the years of winning and domination that just so you walk on the field and you're already compromised. And I think what you're saying here is that the Chiefs have ascended to that level where so you, you get in a game with them and you're well, here's an example. You're going to try a fake punt deep in your own territory in a close game because you need you need to do something here to surprise them you need something to swing the game for you rather than just have a good plan and work it and so teams do that and because they're they're pressing they feel like the margins are almost non-existent when you're playing them you have no margin for error yeah. so you got to you, you know and that that's a tough way to play uh, tough way to live. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number. Matt Harmon, who Nate just mentioned, coming up at the top of the hour. We'll take a time out here. I'm the Bulldog. Mike's on vacation. Thanks for listening to WGR.